Hey there. Welcome to The Review, the Instagram Live podcast where Kendama news and culture is shared over the warmth of coffee. My name is Adam, but my followers know me as Cafe Kendama on Instagram. In the past five years of playing Kendama, I've met quite a few amazing individuals, and I'm excited to introduce you to some of them. In this show, you'll hear their stories, the behind the scenes of Kendama companies, and what goes on in the minds of some of the world's best Kendama players, because Kendama is more than just a ball in a cup. So, make sure your cup is full, and let's dive into this week's review. Good morning and welcome to The Review, the Instagram Live podcast where Kanama news and culture is shared over the warmth of coffee. Today's guest, Artemis team member Matthew Plabletti, or Matthew James, is joining me to talk through his journey with Kanama as well as the recent narrative with Artemis Kanamas. We're going to be talking about the things that are going on in their world from their perspective. Now, as we get ready to dive in, we are also going to be sharing a bunch of news this morning. I got a few things that I want to share with you guys, some updates, uh, so what's next for Cafe Kendama, what's next for the review. There's some cool stuff coming, uh, and I'm going to drop those details here in a couple minutes. But as I do, a couple things I want to remind you of. One, you can participate in this morning's live discussion as well. The best way for you to participate is by dropping those questions in the Q&A tool if you're joining us this morning. Now, if you were on the ball and ahead of the game, you could have dropped those questions in the Q&A tool that I put in my stories or by dropping them on the post itself. So when I launch a new podcast episode or launch a new post, make sure you head over to the page and drop your questions below if you want them to get asked in these episodes. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking a lot of fun. Uh, We're going to be talking about Matthew's journey with Kendama as well as what's going on with Artemis. Uh, But before we do... I do want to announce a couple things. So for those of you tuning in, you guys get the first scoop on what is next for Brewview and what is next for Cafe Kendama. Um, But what I want to know before I share that, because I want to let a couple more people in here, is I want to know what you're drinking this morning. What is in your cup? For myself, I have a freshly brewed cup of Aeropress. Uh, I brewed up some of the remaining Soul Blend that was sent out to us for Brew Battle from Chad Covington from Soul Kendamas. So I am finishing that off. I probably got five cups left of the Soul Blend and then it is all gone. Then there's no more Soul Blend in my house. So I'm, I might have to put in another order soon. But that is what I'm drinking this morning. What are you drinking this morning? Uh, Spaceverse has a nice mug of AIR, some air. Yes, uh, Joe O has got a Soul Blend Air Press with inversion method. Let's go. Right on. Okay, Kanama Ari, he's got his French press. Uh, Carter Justice, always drinking the tea just to, just to see what I do, you know? Hey, it's okay. You're here. Welcome here. Good morning, Kyler. Good morning, Baked BMX Co. We got Alex Tran with the Bang Energy. Guys, what is up with Bang Energy? I don't really know anything about them, but all of a sudden I see them everywhere on my feed. So if someone wants to DM me all the details on what it is, please. Is this like a new monster? Is this a new Red Bull? Is it different? I don't know anything about it. Awesome. Well, guys, I want to share a couple things of what's going on in my world uh, from the preview and Cafe Kendama before we get Matthew on here to talk about his story. A couple announcements I want to make. First off, if you didn't know this, uh, I actually have a website called CafeKendama.com. And on that website, there are a couple things. First off, we have a blog. We have the Cafe Kendama Brewed blog, and it's actually not necessarily my content that I'm writing on there, but it's actually some of your content that is on the blog. On cafekendama.com slash blog, you can find three live posts already. There are three blogs that have been written about stories about your favorite players, brands, and, and company owners. Uh, first off, we got a, a blog written up there by Brett Walters called How to Create Content That Captivates. And he's writing about his story working with Sweets Kendamas to do a commercial with them. So if you want to read about that story and how you can actually work with brands to create content from a media side, go check that one out. Secondly, there's a blog written by my friend and a fellow Canadian, Max Angel. Uh, This is The Drip on Max Angel, 10 years of Kendama solitude, where he walks through his story 
of becoming a Kendama player from isolation, basically. He had played Kendama for almost 10 years without ever meeting anyone. And now he's living in Vancouver, jamming with the guys, and he is an unreal player. So definitely go check out that blog. And lastly, there's another blog called How to One-Up Your Game and Get Sponsored, written by Chad Covington from Soul Kendamas. And he talks a little bit about how you can one-up your play style, one-up your game, and get noticed by your favorite brands and hopefully get that coveted sponsorship. So if you want to check out those blogs, head over to cafekindama.com slash blog and read them. Give them a like, leave a comment, share them to your friends. We would love that. Uh, I also have one more post that's going to be launching today. Uh, Today we are launching another blog. Uh, We are going to be launching my very first blog that I've written for you guys on how to brew AeroPress like Cafe Kendama. I get a lot of questions every week on how do I actually brew my cup of coffee for BrewView. So on that blog, I'm going to walk you through exactly how I brew my coffee. Uh, So that's going to go live at 1 p.m., so about an hour after this conversation. Um, Before we get uh, Matthew on here, I I got two more announcements, and then we'll get him on here, and let's dive into this conversation, all right? Secondly, I want to say that we got a pretty unreal lineup for the review coming up, and I don't usually like to leak this in advance, but I do want to this time. Uh, we got a f- bunch of friends coming up, and I just want to say thank you to all of you guys that have helped grow the review. It has allowed me to have more conversations with more friends and help introduce you to more of Kendama's players and more of the community. So up next, next week, we've got Teo from Grain Theory, followed by Mr. Boogie T on the Sweets Mob, and Gino chatting about his journey, and Alex Smith from Terra Kendama. So we got four incredible conversations lined up after this week's episode with Mr. Matthew James. Now, I'm going to share two more announcements at the end of this episode, so make sure you stick around. There's two other fun things that are going to be coming out from Cafe Kendama and The Brewview. So stick around. But until then, let's get Mr. Matthew here and let's kick off this week's review. Ah, A good old cup of coffee. Good morning. Matthew, good morning. Welcome here. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, it is my absolute pleasure. This was a long time coming. Uh, about a month and a half ago when it was the NACO weekend, we did that NACO special where we tried to get eight people on in one hour and Instagram just didn't let us. And you were supposed to be one of those eight and it just didn't pan out because Instagram was like, hey, sorry, you can't have that many people in one hour. I said, well, let's just get him his own episode then. And here we are. I'm glad to be here. It was a long time coming, really. (laughs) Well, it is my pleasure. Uh, Well, welcome here to The Review. We got a pretty fun conversation ahead of us. I don't really know a whole lot about you. This is pretty much my first real encounter. And so I want to get to know some of your story. And as well, uh, I want to get some of the conversation of what's going on in the world of Artemis, both uh, what has happened and where Artemis is going. But we'll get to that later in the conversation. Um, that said, I always like to kick these episodes off. I know that you've been a long-time listener with three really easy questions that kick oh, things yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like some people have started preparing for these, but I think it's fun if you don't. So I want to know, first <laughs> off, what are you drinking this morning? I'm not really a coffee drinker, per se. Okay. Um, I, I kind of, like, just make coffee in a pot. So, like, I don't really, like, drink, like, coffee. But I got a mocha latte from Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, right on. You know what? I've never actually been to Dunkin' Donuts. I've been to the States three times now in my life, and I still have yet to get a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Now, I don't imagine it's like the best coffee you can get. I imagine it's kind of like you're on the road, grab it and go kind of coffee. That's how I assume it is. But I still want to try it because it's like, it's American, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not that, it's not that great but i mean it's it's coffee so i mean it's just kind of full of cream and sugar so kind of just gets you going and you know what sometimes that's what you need you just need that cup of joe no matter how good or bad it is i feel like i am so dependent now (laughs) (laughs) yep zay down in the chat says don't waste my time it's terrible (laughs) all right (laughs) it's it's pretty oh (laughs) (laughs) i just knocked my phone off my bad all right so okay matthew second question i want to know is what is your favorite all-time kendama trick uh my favorite trick right now it's it's kind of like switching so it's like right now i've used if you've looked at my like my page i've been doing a lot of lagoons and those are like my favorite tricks to do because they're they're Mm. so easy they just slap and like it's so satisfying because like when you get to the point where like the string tension and then you slap it up it's kind of really satisfying 
I have not landed a single one of those yet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I kind of just, it's like, it's so satisfying, but also I've been doing a lot of um, sort of string tension tricks, like, like cloud bounces and like gypsy flips. I'm sure. just trying to get like um, combos with like a gypsy flip cloud bounce. And then like, I'm, I'm mm. thinking about adding a late goon in there. I don't know. I just kind of scheme on tricks and then figure out what I should do next. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Third question I want to know is who is the most influential player in your life or someone from the Kendama community that has influenced you? The most influential player. Well, I'm from Oklahoma, so there's not really a lot of Kendama players per se. I'm mm -hmm. kind of like one of the only people who shred in Oklahoma. So there's not really that many players. So I'm online all the time looking and talking to a bunch of people like on Instagram and stuff. So I, the, sorry, um, Zay pretty much like he inspires me a lot. Zay, he's such a dope guy. He's so down to earth. And like, we've had a lot of like genuine conversations about like tricks and like what the future holds for us and what we want for like our future of Kendama. Because in the end, we all want to play Kendama and just get better. Mm -hmm. So um, Zay is a really big inspiration, but also kind of sounds weird, but like I'm kind of my own inspiration as well. If that makes sure. sense. So um, um, I always like self-motivate myself to play Kendama and just like get better because like, I mean, I have no one to play with. I mean, besides like my friends from high school that I forced to play Kendama, but um, yeah, I kind of just get out there and just tell myself, Hey, you got to play Kendama today because it's fun. Yeah. So I just try and think of a trick, do it. I do old tricks and I just try to, get better and get consistent. So yeah, I'm kind of my own motivator. Sure. And, that's awesome. Um, that makes total sense. It's, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people that inspire me too. I mean, this whole community inspires me, honestly, like, like even like underrated players, overrated players, just people who play Kendama just inspire me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like there, there's no way I can get it down to one person that inspires me for like Kendama because there's a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And, and I think that's pretty normal too. I think that you have so many different people that have influenced the game of Kendama that as we progress throughout the game, we go through different seasons where there's different people influencing different parts of our play style or different parts of yeah. even our growing as a human in the Kendama community. So I think that's super normal. And I like what you said, like you, and at some point you have to inspire yourself too. Yeah. I mean, cause you're, you're not just gonna look like wake up one day and just be like, Oh, this guy's playing Kendama. Let's play Kendama because of that. You got to self-motivate yourself to get up and pick up Kendama and just yeah. go for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Okay, we're going to dive into a really fun conversation here today. I'm really looking forward to this. But before we do, I want to remind those of you down in the chat that this is a live conversation, if you didn't figure that out. And you can participate in it by dropping some questions down in the Q&A tool. If you put them in the chat, there's a good chance we'll miss them. So make sure you drop some questions down in the Q&A tool. We've set some time aside to answer your questions. Now, are you ready to get dived into this week's review, Matthew? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Awesome. Okay, well, before we get too deep into your Kendama journey, I want to get to know a little bit more about you. You're from Oklahoma. Uh, you are yeah. in school right now? Yeah, I'm a senior in high school right now. So, so about to graduate. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, I'm about to graduate. Are, wow, what a weird year to graduate in with 2020 yeah. being what it is. That's so crazy. It's kind of odd, to be honest, because um, of all this COVID stuff. Like, oh, that was my dog. Um um with all this covid stuff happening right now like it's kind of weird in a sense because my in my state we're like going back from going into school going back from into online school and just switching in between and it's kind of weird and mm -hmm. it's just like it's it's just odd to, to have school right now and i think i personally believe that we shouldn't have school right now with all this stuff happening but i can't really control that so Sure. So, so you're, you're in classes then right now. So you didn't do the, the online or distance schooling. Um, I did do it for like, um, we, oh yeah. Um, space for she's my friend. Um, we kind of just switch from online. It's kind of weird because we have so, certain days there are like, like we go to like in school, but then like the other days we just stay at home doing virtual school. It's weird. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think in some regards, like having online school or distance education during the season as a Kendama player is sort of beneficial because you can yeah, be at home definitely. and be practicing in between doing your stuff instead of sitting oh, in a class yeah. like, in your desk just waiting to put your hands back on a can. That, but <laughs> yeah, again, a- <laughs> I'm not in school right now. In all honesty, like on my virtual days, I kind of just play Kendama all day and I don't get any work done. But <laughs> uh, maybe it's know. a bad habit. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That's awesome. Okay, so in Oklahoma, in high school, and you've been playing Kendama for how long now? Almost three years, to be honest. Whoa. Uh, okay, yeah, so three I'm, years. I'm, yeah, I've been, I'm not that long into it. I played in like March 13th of 2018. Okay. So um, it's not, yeah, it hasn't been that long yet. Oh, yeah. Talk, talk um, me through the beginning. How did you get connected to Kendama? What was your first point of Dama contact? Well, like before the 13th of March back in 2018, um, I sort of, I came across a video. Um, you probably know it. Everyone knows it. It's the Kuma Films video. Um, yeah. With Zumadonke. He had the yeah, most yeah, amazing yeah. Kendama ninjas. And yeah. um, <laughs> I, I watched it. And of course, myself, like looking at that, I'd be like, that's so cool. Like why? I wish I could do that, but it's just so intimidating with how these guys are doing all these dances. Is that the only way you're supposed to play it? So then I just kind of brushed it off and just looked to another video. But then a couple of days later, I watched another Kinama video that popped up on my feed on YouTube. It was Bryson Lee's edit. It was, um, it was a, it was a sweet edit. It was in like, I forgot what it was called, but he was, in a room he's locked in a room and he has like three kinamas and he has like 30 minutes to lace like a right. bunch of bangers oh and my gosh that one of my favorites <laughs> oh my gosh he was insane but that showed me like how technical kendama can be and i was like that's insane where can i get one of those and then yeah. i kind of just brushed it off and just you know went on my way because i mean i if i don't have it in my hands at the moment i don't get obsessed with it so mm. um Fast forward to like spring break. It's um, I'm in Texas, right? So there's a bunch of dollar stores in Texas, but they're like Japanese dollar stores. You probably they're Daiso. They're called Daiso. Okay. And um, um, they have kendamas in there, and they're, they're like cheap old kendamas. They're like slick paint, they're like small cups. It's weird. They have like the tribute bullet hole through it, and like I I saw it and I was like. Hey, that's a kendama. I've always wanted to play one. Let's grab one. So, mm. forcing my mom to buy a kendama from a dollar store, she bought it for me, and that's when I took it out of the box and just started playing with it. So, that's you know. cool. So, it was it a tribute ken, or was it something similar to it? No, it was something similar. It's like okay. you punched the hole straight through, and it was like small cups, and it was it was yeah. weird. But Man. I that that kendama broke pretty fast. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so then you had that kendama. What was then the next dama? Like, what was the first? Not real, because that's a real kendama. But what was the first like competitively playable kendama oh. you got? Maybe is the way I'd put it. <laughs> it was. Um, oh yeah. So after that kendama, like, kind of just worn down. Like the spike was flat. Like the base cup was chipped. Like the spike snapped off the cups actually oh wow <laughs> yeah i've I never had it. that happen yet. It, it sucked like oh i have a bunch of them now because i i rage sometimes but we won't get into that <laughs> but um <laughs> um after that i i got obsessed with kendama so then i asked like my aunt because it was about to be my birthday um my birthday's in april but it was still march um i asked her like hey can you buy me a kendama for my birthday and I showed her what kendama I wanted, and it was a a solid red sweets prime kendama. And like, I I got it because I you know it was cheap, but mm-hmm. you know, but still I, a good um, kendama. Like those yeah. those were those were good kendamas back then. They were. And they're they're still yeah. playable and still very good kendamas. Of course, yeah. I mean, you people are hitting triple looters on those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was my first kendama. It was a red sweets prime kendama, and like it was a solid red. And I played that thing to shreds. Like you could go, if you go back down far enough in, like to the first post of on Instagram, there's like me like in a bowl cut and like me like, growing out my long hair right now. But like there's me in a bowl cut playing Kendama trying to do like, like 10 flip big cup juggle to base cup, like, like mm-hmm. zero gravity back to big cup spike. And I thought that was like the best banger ever. Mm-hmm. And then, 
like after that, I started doing spacewalks. Well, that's my dog. Um, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, after that, I started doing like spacewalks and stuff, and like I just really got into it. I'm, I was just so obsessed with Kendama ever since the beginning of it. Yeah, that's super cool. So three years ago, you got into it. You ended up getting the Sweets Prime. What were some of the influential moments in that journey to where you are now today, now sponsored by Artemis Kendamas? What were some of the the highlights of that journey throughout? <laughs> well, I don't have any specific highlights or anything. I just remember playing Kendama every day. But yeah, like I just remember bringing it to school. Show, I showed some of my friends some of it, and they they play Kendama. Um, my, one of my my friends named Isaac and one of my friends named Henry, like they all like, um, like leveled up with me in the sense that like I can't level up by myself, but even though I can, but like they helped me like grow as a Kendama player, even though they don't play as much now. But um, there was also this time. It's kind of funny, but um, I didn't land it, but. I was in, um, I think it was history class, not history class, Some something like along the lines of history. And I was playing Kendama with my friend and like I did a yank to bird <laughs> and I I tried to spike it, but I, did, I missed it. Oh, and no. We, <laughs> we just that screamed and, and the whole class went silent because we were both like, no, no, I didn't land it. It was, it was funny. It was really funny. But at that moment, we kind of just found out how Kanama can be fun, like more fun than it actually is. And Totally. Yeah. That And that's what it's all about. Like when I yeah. first got into Kanama, I was a resident assistant for a high school dorm at the college that I was at. They had mm -hmm. like a private high school. And I used to play like silly games of like Ken <laughs> or like Ken or Dare or whatever it was like where yeah. you have to like do a trick. And if you missed it, then you'd have to do whatever the thing was. I think <laughs> I, I said this in a past episode. It was like, it was like the dead of winter in Saskatchewan minus 35 out. And we were like, okay, if I hit this trick, you have to run around the building in your bare feet when it's like <laughs> minus 30 or we're like dumb stuff like that. And, yeah. and it was so fun, but that was like taking me back to the fun of Kendama that it's, it's actually yeah. just a game that brings people together in a really cool way. And so that yeah. was some of my, my earlier experiences. And it sounds like that was sort of where you kind of started, where you started bringing it into this friend group of yours and it started to grow yeah. that way. That's yeah, sweet. It, it didn't really blow up in my school though. There was not a lot of people playing Kendama, but eventually it, it like caught onto like the skater kids of the, of my school. Sure. And you know, they, they started playing Kendama too. And now I have a whole, I whole friend group now that plays Kendama and like I, we trade Kendamas and I buy Kendamas for them. But that's awesome. Like, like if if one of my friends gets like a thrash kendama, like he'll be like, dude, here's some money. Please get me like an Artemis. <laughs> like when when the next drop happens, please. Like yeah. that happened recently, and I was just like, <laughs> dude, I'll, I'll do it for you. Like I'll do it, but like I I just have a bunch of friends who like support me, and that's great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're all cool. That is awesome. That is awesome. It's always good to have support from your friends. So okay, I want to know a little bit more of the journey towards Artemis. How? Um, at what point did you uh, join the Artemis team and talk me through some of that story? Where, where did that all begin for you? And had you been looking for a sponsor? At what point did you connect? Um, and when I found out about Artemis, I didn't really want the sponsor. I was still playing Kinama for myself, but sure. at that, at that time I was kind of burning out, you know, cause that we all reached a point where like we burn out of Kinama. And we need some sort of spark to just like lit us up back in and like start growing again. And, you know, I was getting burnt out of tricks. I, I was almost thinking about like just stop playing Kendama for like a month or two. Cause I was just like, I'm so tired of just playing by myself, you know? And, you know, it's my thing. I can play Kendama by myself, but you know, it's, you just get burnt out. But when I found out about Artemis, um, it was um, like a few months ago, actually. It was probably in like, um, July or something and or maybe even earlier than that I don't remember but when I found out about Artemis I was kind of like hey this is a new company I should follow them and see what they're doing and the first batch of arrowheads dropped and I was like dang that's such a dope Kinama it has like the thickest stalls I've ever seen I should get one it's so dope <laughs> and then like I got one it's in my room it's thrashed um, because the spike kind of like snapped and like bent, but um, I I got one 
and I played it a lot, even though mm. it was like smaller than a boost at that point, and then like you know, but it was still playable, and I love that Kendama, and. I kind of like grew my love for Artemis because it was just like, this is a very underrated company that needs like attention. So like, you know, I'm not, I wasn't trying to like go for Artemis just because they needed attention. That's not my thing. I just wanted to play Artemis because their stuff was dope. Like, you know, I mean like every Kendama player does. They, they sponsor, not the sponsors, but like they rep a different company. Like they rep analog where they rep, like Chrome or Kendama USA because they think their shape's cool. That's kind of what I was doing. But then when I kept doing it, I kept posting more and more because I was motivated for some reason. Mm. I They noticed. They noticed. And was like, this kid shreds. And they kind of just got, they kind of just kept looking at, at me, like paying attention to me. And um, that's when I started talking to some of the team. Um I I talked to Grim Kendamaverse, Justin. Like he's a dope dude. He's very cool. Um, I I I told him like before I got an Arrowhead, I was like, man, I wish I I got one of these because they're so cool. And like this is like, I really just want one. And he told me, yeah, you'll be able to get one soon. And when I got one, I told him, man, this is all I want to play now. I don't want to play anything else. Like this is so cool. And like he told me, yeah, like that. Um, we just had a bunch of good conversations at that point. But mm. after that, um, I started talking to to Zay more on the Artemis account, and um, we kind of just hit it off. It was actually pretty cool because um, it's kind of intimidating to talk to like big companies. You know what I mean? Like if sure. you're yeah. if Absolutely. you're a Kendama player like me, it's sort of intimidating to go like hit up someone's DMs of like a popular Kendama company or a Kendama company owner and just be like, Hey, what's up? Have a casual conversation with them. And you know, it's kind of intimidating. Like as a Kendama player who wasn't sponsored and just a kid who's obsessed with Kendama. And like um mm -hmm. but me and Zay just hit it off. It was the best like he's such a nice dude and i we had so many good conversations that we just connected and mm -hmm. he told me um that he's paying attention to me and like at that point we had like we had like thick dama thick dama we had like like a black dom we had like a bunch of other people who have now left the team unfortunately but like at that point they were looking for people to sponsor that i didn't even know at that point because i didn't know that they were looking for people to sponsor but mm -hmm. they were looking for players that shred and i don't think i'm the best shredder but i think i push myself a lot and i think that's what they were looking for they they were looking for a good player that that plays Kendama really well and they rap Artemis and just say, Hey, like this is this company is super dope by their Domas. Mm -hmm. That's kind of that's kind of what I was doing. So cool. um at that point, um Zay like a maybe around August or September, he added me to the um the Artemis Kendamas group chat. Like the AK team group chat. And sure. Yeah, yeah. He he told me at a certain point, like, like we're we're doing an experiment. It's gonna it's gonna be okay. We're gonna don't freak out. We're, I'm, is it okay if I add you to the group chat? And I was like, yeah, what's up? He was like, I can I kind of just want to see how you mesh well with the team, you know. And you know, at that point, like I was just nervous, sitting there in my room, just like, what? I what? Because. <laughs> You know, yeah, this is a team. And what, was this like, something that you were looking forward to? Like looking for, were you wanting to join the <laughs> Artemis team at this point, or was this something that? Oh, uh, yeah, just surprised I was. You? I definitely was. Um, okay, it it did surprise me, but I was working for it because it gave me something to look forward to for Kendama. Because at that point, I was not motivated to play Kendama, but um when I started repping Artemis, that like boosted my inspiration to play more. So 
I guess looking for, I guess working for Artemis kind of just boosted my motivation to play Kendama more. And I feel like that helped a lot with my tricks and like how I am as a Kendama player. So anyways, back to um, um, what I was saying, how I, was, how I got on the team. They, I, I didn't realize that they saw me as a teammate already. Because I, I was talking to a bunch of Artemis Kendama team members already, like like Dylan Wilmot and like like Grim, of course, and like Zay and sure. um, like another like more team members at that point. And they're all really cool people. They saw me as a as a, like a cool person and a friend, but like maybe a month in, like when the um, the V twos dropped, um, I for pre orders I bought some. And I was waiting for them. And Zay told me that he has a surprise for me in my in my package. And I was like, what's going on? I don't know what's happening. I'm just expecting my kendamas. But in my kendama unboxing for the V2s, I had a note that said, welcome to the team. <laughs> like, you don't have to pay full price for these damas anymore. You're on the team. <laughs> so... Mm. How did that feel? Um, I was, like, it was a, it was a dream come true to be honest. Like I was looking, I was looking so forward to getting onto Artemis, and um, like just keep repping Artemis. Even if I didn't get on the team, I would still rep Artemis. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like, like I think I personally think they're such a they're a good uh, company, and I like their attitude. And even though. Um, there was some dirty stuff in the past. We kind of moved on from it at this point, and like we're maturing as a company. We're learning. We're we're trying to figure things out, and yeah, we're and that's everybody's and learning. Doing all that. Yeah, everyone's of learning. We can we can dive more into that conversation in, in a little bit here. I do want to take a break here in a minute uh, to answer some questions from from the chat. But I, if you want to finish off that train of thought, we can jump into that afterwards. Okay, um, but. Yeah, after all that happened, um, we kind of just kept like being friends, and like I I appreciate that because that gives me something to come back to whenever I'm feeling down from Kendama and like feeling unmotivated. So I really appreciate the whole Artemis Kendama's team for just being there for me. Yeah, so, it's become yeah. more more like a family for you in some ways, like a group yeah. of people that you can connect with. I get that. Cool. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, you want to answer some live Q and A's here with me for a couple minutes and then let's dive into more of the Artemis story here and where things are going with Artemis. I know that there are a ton of questions that people have uh, and we'll try to answer as many as we can uh, in, in the best way possible that we can. But let's dive into right, a few of the Q and A's here. Um, ahead of time, we got a question in from uh, xvzx.kayla uh, uh, asking, how do you handle having a job, school, a girlfriend and kendama? <laughs> Well, first off, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> and um nice. and I don't know. I mean, I kind of don't really juggle it a lot. It's kind of hard to juggle. I kind of just do what's in front of me, I guess, cuz if it's in front of me, like I I just do it. So like if, every morning I I see Kendama, I'm just like I want to play Kendama or like if I wake up and pick up my phone, I'm on my phone all day. Or if I have, mm -hmm. I have to go to work, like I, I go to work and then after that I just go on my phone. But my girlfriend always reminds me to like do my schoolwork and all that because like I don't remember to do any of it. But it's a good girlfriend. Like she, keeping keeping yeah, you on target for the she's goals. Amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. I love her. But um, yeah, juggling it's it's sort of a, a two person help because it's just it's just me getting into whatever's in front of me. And then my girlfriend telling me like, "Hey, you need to do this," and I'm just like, "Okay, I'll do it." <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah, that's pretty much how I do it. I don't, I don't really have any technical things on it. Like, I don't have any intricate things. She just tells me what to do, and I just do it. <laughs> that's sweet. Okay, uh, a question here from Quinn Dama from Canada. He asks, "What's longest grind time, and oh, for what man. trick, and was it worth it in the end?" Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> the longest trick i've ever grinded it was 
you, you probably won't be, you probably believe it, but it, it's one point five chug late goon, and like that trick is so technical. It's it's it looks so easy when you look at it. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for everyone. I'll speak for myself. But to mm-hmm. me, I, I I looked at what Ben Harrow does, like one point five late goons, and it looked like the easiest thing to me because I was just like, that looks pretty easy. I'll try and do that. But then once I started learning it. I had no tutorials because at that point there were no tutorials for late goons. So I just kind of like. You had to figure it out on your own. You had to figure it out. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, so 1.5. But in the middle of the 1.5, I tapped this back and then I I, like uppercut it up. It was a long time and there's like minute details you have to get right. And, you know, that took me a month to get down Mm -hmm. because it took so long and the first time i ever landed it was in one of my edits um on my on my instagram it's in one of my edits but i like whenever i land it i'm like i cover my face and i scream into my hand because it took me so long to just get it and it Mm -hmm. was so worth it because now like i basically do it all the time so Mm -hmm. 1.5 1.5 Lagoon, my favorite trick and the longest trick that I've ever grinded and it's so worth it. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Well, we do have a number of other questions. They're mostly geared towards the Artemis half of this conversation. So let's save some uh-huh. of those for the end. But let's dive okay. into this conversation. Now, I understand that there is a lot of conversation uh-huh. that has been had around Artemis, through Artemis mm-hmm. and from Artemis. Uh, and uh, this this can become a sensitive subject for, for some people uh, because there's been a lot of noise around it in the community. So I do want to be sensitive yeah. to the conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and if there's questions that you don't want to answer or don't want to talk through, that's totally okay. Uh, okay. I am cool yeah. with that. Um, but I want to know a little bit on the Artemis side of the conversation. What is some of the story that's going on there? I want to take back to the, the time when you joined the team and why mm-hmm. you joined the team. Uh, as a brand what was it about artemis that was different that you saw as really beneficial to the community um it's kind of a tricky question but um artemis is just different you know like different as like like in manners different in like how they see themselves into the community like artemis is not like a g-rated company like you know like I'm not going to say that Sweets or like, you know, everybody or like Konami USA is like a G-rated company, but they're kind of going towards like kids in the community. You know what I mean? Sure. But for Artemis, like there's a bunch, like like how Zay said, there's a bunch of people who are going to bars, playing Kendama and just having a good time. And that's what we're kind of gearing towards. We're gearing towards people who just go out, who are adults and like they're very mature and they like to party and have fun and they're playing Kingdom at the same time. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, like I'm not a party person, but like seeing that attitude is just kind of interesting to me because I, I kind of want to see where that goes. And I just like the way Artemis just does everything, you know, it's, it's sure. weird. It, it, they just, well, they're very different and I appreciate that. Yeah, for you personally, was that something that you aligned with right away when you saw the company that you were like, man, I love what these guys are doing as trying to stay away from the norm of being like a G-rated company and to being more of a mature-based company? Was that something that you were like, man, that is what I want. That is what I'm looking for in in Kendama, that you wanted that more. Um, Interesting. um, So it was just like... um, I kind of connected to it because like I saw all these companies like be like almost the same not saying that every like every kendama company is the same because they're all pretty much different but they're all in like this weird bubble that i don't know how to describe but seeing artemis going out of the norm branding differently advertising differently and like having this attitude differently it kind of just made me recognize like how different they are and made me realize like man i'm pretty different like I, I'm not really um, normal in the sense of like a uh, community. Like I, I'm not really that normal in school. I'm not like the same as a bunch of people in, in like my friends and stuff like that. And I felt very different and seeing Artemis being different. I kind of wanted to join that like sort mm-hmm. of like mindset. You know? 
Yeah, sure. So, okay. So then you joined the team. The team was quite yeah. large, right? When, when uh -huh. you had joined, there were a lot of people sponsored on the team yeah. early on, which I know drew some attention from people in the community saying like, oh, how can they sponsor so many people at one time? What yeah. was that like joining a really big network of people, which now is, is a little bit smaller? Uh, but talk to me about some of the team dynamic there when you joined. That would have been really interesting to join in a very new but large team. It's quite interesting, to be honest, because um, not saying that it's the same for everyone, but at that time when I joined, we still had like Thick and um, Black Dama, and they were like one of the, the biggest players on our team. Like they had the most followers yeah. and stuff like that. But like seeing as I have the most um, – seeing that they had the most followers, like, they didn't really talk to us that much, if that makes sense. Like, in the group okay. chat, like, like, um, I'm not, I'm not trying to expose anyone. I'm not trying to expose anyone. But, just saying, like, um, some of the biggest followers, some of the people who had the biggest followers didn't really communicate with us as, as much, you know? They were kind of just in the background, and it was kind of, like, it's weird to say, but the, um, the people who had like smaller followers, like Dylan Wilmot and like Grimm and like a um, bunch of other people who weren't like as popular, just talked all the time. And that was kind of like how we saw it. You know, it was just, it was just us, you know, it was just a few people. And like, um, not a lot of people talked in the group chat, but like, mm -hmm. we're, we were all pretty cool with each other at the time. And to be honest, like that was pretty chill. And mm -hmm. um, seeing as now, like everything's kind of like shrunk down, and we're we all we're all chill with each other at this point. Like we're all a closer family now. It's it's kind of mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. Um, not yeah. trying to tell anyone that like all oh, the biggest followers aren't are like the biggest like jerks but like they're they're cool people like you got to realize that they're human beings too they have feelings yeah, we're all they human. have problems and like we can't tell them that you know they're less of a person for not talking to us it's just that you know maybe they weren't connected with us as much because you know mm -hmm. they didn't really like care about um certain things like mm -hmm. than we did you know but uh seeing as like our team grew like shrunk down we're closer as a family and i yeah. appreciate that and like yeah do you, you want to talk really cool do you want to talk a little bit about that process there you don't have to uh but mm -hmm. there were a few few members of the team that have since moved on from artemis I know that from an outside perspective, that causes a lot of people to question what's going on on the inside, yeah. uh, especially when we don't see everything, right? From, from yeah. an outside perspective, everybody can make assumptions, speculate mm -hmm. on anything, right? Uh, yeah. If we don't see it, it's really hard to know. Um, what was some of the narrative that was at play there on the inside that caused some of the separation? Was that something coming from the players? Or was that coming from the company? Or was that just an overall team dynamic that just wasn't fitting? And, that, and honestly, that's okay. Like if people don't fit mm -hmm. on a team, then, then there's probably another team or a better place for them. Of course. I mean, like, um, I'm sorry. Could you elaborate on that? I'm, I'm very sorry. Yeah, um, no, that's okay. I, I just, <laughs> I'm just more curious. Uh, what were some of the reasons for the separation there? Uh, whether oh. or not it be on, on the player side or on the company side, was that a player okay. decision or a company decision? Um, it was a team decision to be honest okay like um um some of us like i'm not gonna get into it not too deep into it but yeah yeah totally certain players have different mindsets about what they want from kendama mm -hmm. and when their needs like don't meet with like how they view kendama it kind of just goes off the rails and there's certain things that um, certain team team members want, like there's everybody wants something different, you know? Mm -hmm. And when someone like 
I'm trying to word this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but, it's it's hard to explain, but I don't know how to word it. That, I know what, okay. I know I have it in my head, but I just don't know how to say it in words. Totally, and it's a it's sensitive just, subject, right? It's it's hard to yeah. put some of these things into words that are are helpful and beneficial. And I totally understand it and can appreciate that. So maybe maybe I'll ask a different question here. So what is it that you want at a kendama? Uh, you made note that that different people want different things. So what do you want? Yeah. Well, I want to play kendama and just get better for myself. And to be honest, I also want to compete too. Like com competitiveness is like something that's in my nature. And I want to get into um, the ins and outs of how competitive kendama is and i tried to prove that in nako this year but i wasn't prepared and i had a lot of things going on at that point but i wanted to um get into the competitive side of kendama and that's something i i really want to and i'm looking forward to in the future because now mm. i'm sponsored and i i get to um try and go to these events um, mm -hmm. I just want, I want to try and compete. Like, that's a thing that I really yeah. want out of Kendama. Like, I really want to just play and be mm -hmm. with people and just have fun. I kind of want mm -hmm. it to be my life, to be honest. Low key. Mm. Yeah, totally. That makes sense. So I, I do have a, um, maybe more of a personal question here for you. Okay. With everything that's been going on with Artemis and, and the struggles and the changes that have been going mm -hmm. on there, how has that played an effect on you as a player, as you and the community? I know mm -hmm. that there was a season where Zay took a break from Artemis on the Instagram mm -hmm. side of things, and some of the team members had taken over the Instagram for that season to, mm -hmm. to cover. Uh, and maybe that's still the case. I haven't followed along too closely, but mm -hmm. I, I'm curious how that's been on an emotional side for you and the team with what the communities responded with. Um, in all honesty, um, uh, when Zay took a break, I sort of took a break myself. Mm. Um, not really away from Kendama, but away from social media, you know, because social media is just like this very like yin and yang sort of thing. But it's it's just sometimes it can be good to like get out of the way and like just yeah. like, waste time because I could go on Instagram for hours. But when that source of like just casual happiness like sort of turns into this place where it becomes a little bit stressful, you have to take a break from it. And that's what I kind of did. I kind of took a break from it, not really talking to anyone, only talking to like a few people that I know in real life, you know, and I, I check up on mm -hmm. like the team every now and then, but I, I personally needed a break from all of it. Mm -hmm. And um, knowing all that happened, it's, kind of like i mean of course it stresses you out and yeah of course like, <laughs> yeah I when just, people are saying things about the thing that you're connected to obviously that doesn't feel good right yeah. if if <laughs> i don't know like i can't think of an example off the top hand for myself but yeah. if people started saying stuff about you know the company i work for or whatever it is and and i i care about that company obviously that yeah. doesn't feel good even if i'm not the owner even if mm -hmm. I'm not the person at the head of it, I still carry some of that responsibility. I still carry some of that weight with me. Uh, yeah. And that doesn't feel nice at all when people are saying stuff like that. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'm curious what some of your thought process was during that. I, I'm assuming that there, there were some challenges there even for yourself, which yeah. is probably wise of you for taking a break. Uh, but now coming yeah. back into it, it seems like a lot of that has sort of blown over where mm -hmm. I don't hear about it nearly as much. Uh, yeah. What is next? Like, what what is coming from Artemis? Where what can we expect to see in the near future? Well, right now we're we're obviously planning on making more kendamas, obviously. But with all the the manufacturing stuff, like having problems with Hanrui and like having like big companies like um, producing more kendamas from that um, manufacturer, kind of just slowed down our our drops and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. After this drop, we plan on making more kendamas, obviously. I'm, I'm personally, like, thinking about designs and stuff, even though Zay doesn't really know that. Don't tell him. But um, I, I'm coming up personally with different Tama designs and different, like, sort of ways we can, like, have a stripe look good on a kendama and, like, different colorways and stuff like that. I'm thinking about that stuff all the time. Mm 
Right. And nobody really knows that. But I haven't told, like, the team or anything. I haven't told Zay. But I'm always thinking about, like, Tom and Designs as well because I kind of want to be in that sort of part of Artemis where, like, I want to help with Designs and I want to help with how Kendamas are made, even though Zay doesn't know that. I really just... I want to, like, help with, like, designs and stuff. But besides that, after the the drop comes in January, we're getting out our kendamas in January. We're going to make more kendamas, hopefully. And we're going to hopefully just see where it goes, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, we're, we're maturing. We're learning from our mistakes. We're trying to get better because, you know, what happened, happened. We have to accept that and mm-hmm. move on because that's the best thing we can do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not, we're not shaming anyone. We're not going to tell anyone that, you know, it's just like you're, you're like this and like you're that. And like, it's kind of just like, it's kind of shameful that you don't want to mm-hmm. do that. It's we're at this point, we're just moving on and accepting that it happened, apologizing for it and just trying to be better because that's yeah. the only thing we can do. Okay, cool. I uh, I love that. I wanted I wanted to ask one question to kind of follow up on that. Um, okay. one one thing that I'd want to know is if you guys could go back as a company and redo something and do it differently, uh, what would you do? If you could if you could change it all and do it again, um, I'd say I'm not speaking for this because I'm not the owner, but yeah, totally. Um, but from your um, perspective, from my perspective, I would change. Um, like small minute things that could like that affect the bigger picture you know um, like are like I, I'm not gonna say this but Zay's past attitude with like all this I would probably change that you know, because like, that's really the source of all that happened. And he, he learned, he accepted it and he grew. And I appreciate that because he's a better person now. And we can't like, um, we can't wallow in our mistakes and do all that. But I'd say that um, just having a more mature attitude towards our consumers, you know, because Mm. that is kind of, not not saying that's where it all started, but that's kind of where it all began, you know. But mm-hmm. just having a better having a better attitude and having better, you know, ways of thinking, mm-hmm. you know. That's sweet. So I I think that you're pretty hopeful for Artemis's future, and and obviously you play a pretty pivotal role in that as a player on the team. That you're not going anywhere. Uh, the rest of the yeah. team doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. But now you guys are saying like, hey we acknowledge that there has been some wrong done. Uh, we yes. acknowledge that maybe things weren't perfect and that we're yes. learning. And, and I think that you guys took a different approach to things where some people take the approach of like, I need to have everything right before I start. Whereas I yeah. think what, what you guys are facing some of the problems with is that you guys started without knowing what was right and started yeah, just moving forward and learning as you went, which creates a ton of growing pains, right? If you just yeah. take, keep taking steps forward and you don't really have anything figured out on your way, mm-hmm. you're going to learn as you go, but it's a really hard journey. And I think yeah. you guys are, are figuring that out now, right? Yeah, of and, course. and so there's some hope coming out soon. You guys just dropped the V2 shape. Uh, I hear yeah. that a lot of people are pretty excited about it. I have not yet yeah. played one, so I, oh. I don't have personal excitement yet. But um, I am eager yeah. to see what comes next from Artemis. I think that you guys are at a cool place where you guys get to truly make a decision. I think that yeah. Artemis as a company has that choice where they can choose to, to, to learn, to grow, and to move forward as something new and unique that has you know, moved past what has happened or to, to devolve back into what it was, right? And yeah. I think that you're saying, no, 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 we're moving forward. We're going to make something yeah. here. We're going we're gonna to be a prominent part of this community. Yeah, we don't want to stray away from this community because that's the original thought of what Zay wanted. He loved this community. He still loves it. And he mm-hmm. loves every good part of this community. And that's the reason why he made this company. And he wants, he wants to um, put out kendamas for people that just want to shred and like make the best kendama shape that can do anything. You know, he, he has like 
a mindset that he wants to give people the best. Mm -hmm. Right. And, he, and he's learning how to do that. Right. Uh, and, and it takes time. Uh, I mean, it, it may not have always been that way, but this is, yeah. this is where we're going. Right. We get to, we get to go forward. Um, anyways, uh, we have a couple minutes left here. I have some announcements I do want to make, but before we do, let me just check if there's any questions that haven't gone over yet. Some of them we've been, we've asked throughout the conversation here, and I wanted to be sensitive not to, to put too many people's names into this. Um, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll leave it here for, for the Q and A's. I, I think most everything's been covered. Uh, mm -hmm. maybe what I'll ask here in the last two minutes or so, what do you, what would you like to say to the people listening out there that maybe have doubts about Artemis? What would you like to say to them? Um, I deeply apologize for whatever is happening with like what's personally affecting you and like what's affecting like the community, mm -hmm. but we have some high hopes for ourselves and like, everyone's human we all make mistakes and mm -hmm. like the best thing we can do is we pass that and if that affected you in any sense i we're sorry but our future we want it to be bright and we want to give you like the best product we can so yeah um if you don't want to buy our kendamas you don't have to but <laughs> we're trying mm -hmm. to give the best to the community and you know it's it's i think we're gonna do something pretty cool here and if you don't want to stick on that ride you don't have to but just letting you know we're coming up with some good stuff not every train is for every person uh, but kaizen or the, the 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 principle of continuous improvement i think is i think you're mm -hmm. you're figuring that out and i think artemis is figuring that out and i think we all need to figure that out I need to figure that out. How do we continually yeah. improve ourselves? Because honestly, we're all messes. We all got yeah. our own trash. We all got our own things that we need to overcome. Artemis, the same as me, uh, the same mm -hmm. as I think anybody. Some yeah. problems are just more public than others, but we all have mm -hmm. things we need to work through, whether or not that's learning how to be better at Kanama, whether or not that's overcoming our own personal issues, whether or not mm -hmm. that's strife with other people. We need to learn. And so I think that's yes. important. I think you've hit on some really cool things today. Uh, I think that for those of you listening in, uh, there is a ton of learning to be had, A, from Artemis's journey. Uh, I think we all can admit publicly and, and even from, from Matthew, like it hasn't been a perfect journey. But, I, but again, I don't think any company has had a perfect journey. But I think yeah. where Artemis has stood out is that it's very different in its difference from other people and from other mm -hmm. companies. And so I want to say thank you, Matthew, for jumping on here and for sharing some of that story. I know that's not easy. I know that yeah. it's not easy to, to stand as a representative of a company and not even be the voice of that company and speak to some of these questions that people have. And, and so I wanted to say thank you for hopping on here for, for doing this as well. Um, yeah. That said, uh, uh, we have a couple of announcements that I wanna make here about what's coming right. out for the review. For those of you that have stuck around till the end, uh, I just got to take up my notes here. If you were here at the beginning of the episode, I made note that there is actually a blog being started. Well, it's actually been on for a little bit. I just haven't advertised it. But if you head over to cafekendama.com slash blog, you'll find three articles written there by some of the members of this community. One by Max Angel from Canada talking about his journey of Kendama in solitude, as well as Chad Covington talking about how you can one-up your game and get sponsored by your favorite companies and as well as how to create Kendama content that captivates by Brett Walters, who worked with Sweets Kendamas on an ad campaign that they had ran a while back. Now, what I wanted to say on top of that is actually I'm looking for more contributors. I would love to host and share some of your guys' stories in written format. Now, not everybody can get on a review like this. I can only do 52 in a year. I do them weekly, uh, but I can host more blogs. Uh, I can host more of your guys' stories. So if you think that you have a story that's worth sharing, that should be read by other people in the community, why don't you go and send me an email at cafekendama at gmail.com with your proposal and let's chat. Let's see if there is a fit on the blog for you. Uh, as well, I did want to make note that I am looking at starting something new here in the near future. A few weeks ago, I think last Sunday or the Sunday before, I had jumped on a live conversation with uh, new underscore laced or Jacob who had recently bought an AeroPress and he wanted to learn how to brew AeroPress. So we jumped on a live conversation that Sunday morning, walking through how to make an AeroPress. I want to do more of that on Sunday mornings. If you are looking to brew coffee for the first time with an AeroPress and you just picked one up, uh, let me know. And I'd love to jump on a live with you and chat through that. 
All that said, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Review. Uh, you can catch this on your favorite podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or pretty much anything out there. And it will be saved to IGTV afterwards. Again, Matthew, thank you so much for jumping on here. And I hope thank you, you guys having have a great... Me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is my pleasure. I get to do this every week and it's so fun. Uh, so thank you. And we hope to see you again next week. See you guys. Bye-bye. You learned a lot about Kendama News and culture, and you learned something about someone in the community that you didn't know before. And at the end of the day, I hope this inspires you to have a deeper conversation behind this silly game we play called Kendama. As always, I hope to see you next week, and stay caffeinated. Thank you.